what do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Well, you get this podcast. We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast. So for today's podcast, we were going to talk with our friend Jen, and she is a expert on many things. And today we were going to tap into her ability to talk about, what was it, Chupacabra? uh, Siren Head, I believe she's going to talk to us a little bit about today. Um, And then Nicolas Cage. She's kind of a Nicolas Cage fanatic, expert, um, aficionado. Stalker. She has a collection. (laughs) Stalker, yes. She has a collection. I do believe she has one of those glitter pillows where you slide your hand up one way and it's something and then slide another way and it's Nicolas Cage. Yes. The the love is real. If you don't have one of those, you're not a real fan. So she's a real fan. And uh, I'm going to dial her in and and she wasn't available to sit down with us today. So I'm going to call her on the phone. And, uh, and see if she can talk to me about some stuff today. And she thinks that uh, she's not going to be on the podcast, but if this picks up, we're recording it. <laughs> Did you think that we were kidding? things oh i didn't brush up i was working all day we don't brush up on anything we don't brush up on anything it's off the cuff what oh my god i can't do that yeah you totally can no i don't want to make like you guys this podcast is like a real professional thing i'm not trying to fuck it up <laughs> a real professional thing. We, you know, we don't get paid to do this. Like, like this, this is for free. 99. This is for fun and free. Ninety nine. Well, you might get paid. You might have sponsors eventually. Yeah. Hey. All right. Tell her that we're sponsored by Con Air, and they we need to hear the story. Brits, because Brits in my ear. I've got my headphones on. Brit said that we're eventually going to be sponsored by Con Air, and you're going to want to get in on this. <laughs> Now that, <laughs> I will. Tell her you need her um, to tell you the story at least so we can I need some more preparation time because t- I got really bummed when I found out that Claren Head really wasn't a real thing. Listen, I have this recording right now. Get her to say uh, anything. All right. So, but, okay. So, it, but I, so I don't, I'm confused on what, how it even started. What, what is the thing's name again? Siren Head. Siren Head. Okay. So what is the story of Siren Head, though. So, I don't even really know, because I thought it was a video game. I'm sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> Stripping my face full of non. And Owen talked about it, because he, like, plays, but he watches video game bullshit. So I'm like, okay, it's a, it's a video game thing. And then I was watching YouTube scary stuff over the weekend, and it's like, oh, this siren head thing, and it's in the woods, and it looks like a tree, and it broadcasts, like, a fucking broadcast system, like, on TV, beep, beep, or... Wait, wait, or, it gives off that noise? Like, the beep, beep siren noise? Or that's what it looks like, you mean? That's what it 
That's what it sounds like. You know, isn't the song you know, like, the, like the broadcast on TV? I'll be like, oh, emergency broadcast system. Like the high pitched like squeal thing, like boop. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, well, that's weird. But then it said that it can also mimic like crying and screaming. And then I was like, well, that would be creepy because it looks like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> But so, so there's just this sadly, screaming tree in the woods in the middle of the night. Well, like, yeah, because you wouldn't know it was a tree or a siren. So, <laughs> wait, so it's part tree, part siren. So the bottom part, it's got like a tree trunk, but like a siren head, like one, like siren. So it's a pole so with sirens it's like on it. It's very twitchy. So. It's like thin, um, like skeleton. Say and like then a pole. it has... Didn't I show you a picture? <laughs> oh, you did. Like, it's like a pole with multiple sirens on it. Yes, the head is like two. Like something you would just see, like. At camp. At camp, yeah. Camp. Right. <laughs> like Girl Scout camp. There you go. That's a camp, yep. Jen. That is a camp. <laughs> yeah. But Speaking then of I got camps, really bummed because when I was looking ask up her about more Nicholas information Cajun on Twitter. It said that it was created by, like, some TikTok person. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. It's not a real crypto. <laughs> so it, it can't be on the same team as, like, Bigfoot and Chupacabra. As, yes, Chupacabra. Exactly. Because those, you know, they're not proven to be not real. What, what, um, what did you just say? They're, yeah, so. Do you say they're uh, not proven to not be real? They're not, yeah. So two negatives right? equal their so real. So you think that they might be real? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Listen, Melinda, your husband watches the same shit that I do. I know he does. I talk about it all the time. And I know about all this stuff because he's force-fed me to watch it like Clockwork Orange. Well, I love that. <laughs> but anyway. You love, what, you love the psychological abuse or just the fact that I have to know about Chupacabra? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Wait, okay, so, and please, you have to tell me the story of Conair. One more time. Are you fucking recording this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the story, Jed. I don't know well, it. Okay, so you know the Conair... Nicholas Cage meeting where he's from Conair and his beautiful hair just like waving in the wind. He's like sticking his head out and like then, the car window or something. Yeah, and <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe he's just like walking with the wind blowing on him. I don't know. It's just really luxurious Conair <laughs> hair. Nick Cage's hair. And <laughs> yes, like I would climb him like a, like a freaking siren head. <laughs> <laughs> um. What I didn't realize is, or I never put it together until we were on our way to Maryland. I don't know why we were talking about it. I mean, that's pretty normal, talking about Nicolas Cage and Connor. Yeah. And Victoria and Elizabeth, one of them said something along the line where, like, it hit me. And I was like, holy shit, Conair is a hairdryer. <laughs> and Conair, and then Nicolas Cage's hair... And then my mind just, like, completely blew up, and 
Yeah, so I learned that yeah, like yesterday at 35 years old. Can you ask her what Con Air stands for in the film? What do you know what Con Air stands for in the in the movie? Cons are in the air. <laughs> What's con short for? What is what is like, con short for? Convict. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I, I was I was trying to do that from like one of those old um probably two thousand. I was gonna say ninety songs, but it's definitely two thousand. Wasn't there like a guy that's a convict? You mean convict. that was you mean Akon? Like convict music. Oh, it's Actually, so amazing. No. I think I think the Con Air, um, the beauty brand, could have a major comeback if they rebranded as in their their whole spokesman was Nicolas Cage with luxuriously flowing hair in the wind, <laughs> like Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't know because that's that was a long time ago. I'd have to Google the year, but Nicolas Cage was a lot younger then. Well, I mean, do you love him any less though? No, I, I mean, I, I do, I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it all. Night the real long. question is, would she steal a major U.S. document oh, with him? Oh shit! On air. That's so stupid and funny. I love it. Britt wants to know the burn. The the burning minds want to know. Would you steal? Okay. Would you steal the Constitution with him? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That turns me on. Just saying that. I would love to steal the Constitution. <laughs> Now, what about the Declaration of Independence? What about what about the Declaration Wait, of Independence? Declaration of Independence? Are those two different documents? Yes, I would do it. yes, yes. I steal it all. I'll steal it all. <laughs> I, I was like, you didn't say the right thing, like, but she'll never know. I just can't hold it. <laughs> Ask her if she's seen the movie The Rock. Have you seen uh, The Rock? Not the person, the movie. No. That's, he's, yeah, he's oh, yeah. Uh, the, on Alcatraz with Sean oh. Connery. It was right before he became a convict. Sean Connery. It was a 96 movie. Um, I like Raising Arizona. Um, That's like that's one of Rich's favorite Nick Cage movies. Ron's too. He made me watch part that's of it right. the other day. Lord. Was it good, Britt? Britt said she's watched it. Yeah, it was very, it was very oh, good. Yeah. I mean... It was good. Um, and also, it's currently <laughs> featured on it HBO. Like, doesn't leave her bubble, ever. Ever. Not that I don't leave it, I just have never left a bubble. <laughs> have you ever entered a bubble, Jen? Because you can't like, leave one if you've never been in one. Casper. I mean, it's not, but... Uh, have you ever entered a bubble? Because you can't leave one if you've never been in one. Dude, don't trip me out. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about it is, is I'm getting fed in the ear like Cyrano de Bergerac with Britt giving me, feeding me questions in my headphones to talk to I really to feel you. like we should keep doing this to people. Damn it, I love you guys so much. I can't believe you really wanted me on your podcast. Yes, you'll have to come on proper sometime. I will come on proper sometime once I'm well-versed with my cryptoids. Let me brush up. Okay, well, All right. me and hey, can we get a release for this phone call? Can we get a verbal release? So you, but you have our permission to use this until we can get a proper, proper interview. I 
Yes. As long as I'm not, like, taking away any cool, um, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, I love you, too. Brit I'm says sorry, she loves I'm a you. failure. We'll talk to you. You're not a failure. You we love you. You're amazing. Okay. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god, that was so great. Like, I had to hit record because it was coming through, like, too perfectly. Like, it was so clear. I was like, I'm recording this and we'll just see what we can do. And then it turned out to be exactly our first 11 minutes of today's episode number 13. So good. It's so good. I'm so glad to be back here. I wanted to give um, a shout out real quick before we get too deep into anything. Uh, We talked about Amy Last week, um, Amy and Carrie bought their 10-foot Luigi for their store. But I know I realize I realize that Mario, sorry, yeah, but I realized we never properly shouted them out. Oh, you are correct. We did not. Bad on us. But they own a shop, and Melinda can tell you more about its uh, coordinates because I'm a city mouse. <laughs> it's actually in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. It's just outside of Pittsburgh on the east side. And um, it is a, like, vintage video game and vintage toy store, and it's called The Warp Zone. So you can find them on social media. They do all the Comic-Cons and City-Cons and all that stuff uh, in Pittsburgh. So you may have come across them. They have some really cool stuff and a great little shop. So check them out, The Warp Zone, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm not sure. I think they're on Twitter, too. So, yeah, check them out. The warp zone with the biggest Mario you've ever seen. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, good job remembering that. I'm glad we got a chance to mention them. Yeah, I thought about it last week when we were we started talking about. It. I'm like, we didn't even give them like a proper adieu. Yeah, you know they also own a business and offer to sponsor us. You know, you take, you give, you take. <laughs> oh, I just what did you go get a, as a beverage before we started? Um, I have been drinking, well, I've been trying to drink a lot more water, so I use that Mio, and I have a blue lemonade flavor right now. Oh, how is that? It's good. It's refreshing. I don't put too much in it. It's just, I kind of like LaCroix it up, just enough for the flavor. Um, (laughs) but I already had a double shot of espresso with some whipped up foam and a sprinkle of cinnamon because now it's actually fall so i was like well i'll make it a fall drink did um was that post nap or was that to get through the morning no um i made it before the nap but then i was like i don't want to drink it if i'm about to lay down because i never fall asleep yeah and then this time i actually did fall asleep thank goodness i didn't drink this because i would have missed out on this very epic nap (laughs) like i lay down it was i don't know quarter till five and I figured, all right, the kid's been down for about 20 minutes. She's going to wake up in about 20 minutes. Maybe I'll get five of sleep. Six something, six oh something, I wake up to her doing jumping jacks in the crib. Like, hey, I'm awake. And I was like, holy shit, I'm not. So <laughs> we had to uh, make up for missing a FaceTime with the uh, grandparents. So we did that while she ate, and then I waited for Ron to get home from his run, and I said, all right, gotta go. Goodbye. <laughs> now, will she, you have a hard time getting her to sleep tonight since she took that long, like, late nap? No, um, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's gonna be uh, not my fucking problem. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, a no on that one, dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I am actually going to my first like social engagement that's not just family. Oh, I um, thought you were just being funny. I didn't realize you were actually leaving. That's that makes it even better. Yeah, yeah, I am actually leaving. Um, <laughs> a girlfriend of mine, she had her birthday week or so back and they're just having a little get together at her house and i was like yeah i'll swing by and i figured you know it's nice to uh test the waters and get out and see human beings and have a reason to maybe wear something (laughs) form-fitting oh my god i was speaking of which i was gonna actually i was gonna figure out how i was gonna tie this in but i was gonna say um you're welcome because i showered and changed my clothes today to record this podcast (laughs) <laughs> you wanted recognition for it, as do I. I also did. Shower. I was gonna say. I was thinking about it earlier, and I'm like looking at, like I've got my like thin joggers on, and the like big oversized t-shirt, and then my sweater, and I've got like sandals on with my socks, and I'm like. You look like your teenage self cleaning your bedroom. You just I put was, everything you find on. I was going to say, if you could show up at my house at any point in the last two weeks where I've just been, like, homeschooling and working from home, like, I look like the the big Lebowski at any given moment, like, and I probably smell. (laughs) 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 That's what I said. I said, working from home has been a detriment to my hygiene. Like, I'll wash my, I'll get up and, like, wash my face and brush my teeth. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't really need to change or go anywhere so back downstairs <laughs> yep like hmm i'm trying to hang out in that water in there that's what, that's what i said i said this morning i was like i've been wearing these clothes for two days like i need to get my life together <laughs> well you know i i always say like if you put them on a little bit later in the day and then you wear them for the whole next day too it's fine it doesn't count right no, no. I, put, I put that stuff on like sunday night and it was like tuesday morning so. right <laughs> I haven't moved my car since Saturday. Would not would like with being home all the time because of like COVID and stay-at-home momming and everything like do you find it like do you get up and like get ready for the day? For who? Well, that's what I mean. I didn't I know there's some people that do like they get oh, up. Oh girl, like, it's for me. I feel great when I get ready. Um no. I don't. I do when I'm having like a, all right, I've got to do something with my life type day. And then I find a reason to have to leave the house. And then I like do something about my life. But it's just like my better looking COVID uniform, you know, like, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, all right, I'm being funny because I definitely do put on like a sundress or like a blouse or something just to go to the store because I want to have to get ready or I want to feel like I'm ready sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then other times I'll just put on like nicer loungewear. <laughs> like it, it's just what I would probably go to Target in. Um, <laughs> not Walmart. Walmart you can go in like whatever. But like <laughs> Target has a Starbucks in there. Okay. Like oh it's, it's not a subway establishment, you know? So <laughs> that gives you any degree of fanciness dress like you're going to starbucks not to subway okay i know and you know what i get like offended by that when people say that because i'm like fuck target like 
I can get everything I need at Walmart. I only say that because I don't have a Target close to me. Let's be honest. I was going to say, <laughs> like, you have a one-horse town. Yeah, lady. exactly. Exactly. I get If there was equal distance, you would probably go equally because you do have to grocery shop often at right. Walmart. Right. But you certainly would not be buying other things there. You'd go to Target. You'd be like, oh, I'm not. The stuff at Target is so much nicer, but it is more expensive. I'll get, you know, so it's like, well, you know. Yeah, quality, quantity, supply, demand. There's all that crap that goes into it. But do you want to feel nice when you're trying to feel nice? That's like we said that. Um, uh, I was, I was trying to explain to somebody what Costco was like, and I said Costco to Sam's Club is like Target to Walmart. That's exactly true. I yeah. convinced somebody they were owned by the same people, like Target and Costco were owned by somebody. Like, we all know Walmart and Sam's Club are owned by the same. If yes. we all didn't know that, now we all know now that. Now you do. Now you know. Um, <laughs> so, I convinced somebody they were the same. I was like, yeah, it's the same as, like, you know, Walmart and Sam's. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, you're an idiot. Just red letters on red letters. You just believe anything. Like, yeah. welcome to the internet facts world. Like, yeah. Hmm. And then they're going to tell two other people that they know that exact same thing. They're like, yeah, yeah, I know for a fact. Like, they're going to totally just believe what somebody said without ever actually fact-checking it and then spread that misinformation. Oh, for sure. I I like to do that with the verbals. But it's been a while since I've really given anybody a good lie and then didn't just immediately be like, yeah, I made that up. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a while. I'm going to have to get somebody with that. I mean, we could have got Jen today with that. Pretty good, but <laughs> she already gets us with it all the time, and she's not making it up. She, like, truly believes in it or whatever oh she's saying. Leanne said it's so perfect today. I felt like in Marco Polo when we were talking, and she was like, Jen, I just love your brain. She's like, I love oh, the yes. way that it works. I was like, that is, like, absolutely true. Oh, it's just so funny. It's, it's like, unedited. Yeah, like it's it's every just I I don't even know it it is, she has just like this awesome like innocence like about her you know what I mean mm-hmm. even though she's it, not innocent like she can still like get rowdy and whatever but it's funny because she I feel like she looks at the world so much different than everybody else which is so cool yeah in a world where Marky Mark and Vanilla Ice are interchangeable human beings <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> I feel like we should just start playing like world of imagination yeah <laughs> <laughs> with gene wilder on my shoulder uh, they do this um they do something kind of like that on Jesus amaro they'll they'll like hold up headshots and they'll be like name that white person <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because i think um Jesus always or no uh Meryl always knows who they are, and Jesus never does. Like, he just gets, like, Ryan Gosling for every white guy and, like, <laughs> Katy Perry for every... You know, it's, like, it's so funny. Like, he's like, I I don't know any of those people. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I went and got a... Whenever you said you needed a, to go get a drink for for the road here, I went and got a backup seltzer because I had one. I was like, I don't think it's going to last the whole time. I'm like, so I could sit here without one, or I could have one on deck. So I went and got got a got a decker. What kind? What are you drinking on? Um, I'm drinking truly limes right now because I had bought them 
when I got a bottle of tequila the other day, because I like the lime seltzers with the tequila, because then... Oh, my God. Okay. It's just a good chaser. Why do you say that? Well, because you said truly limes, and I was like, like, you mean lemonade? No, no. <laughs> but, like, you can favorite. buy all of one flavor of a truly? Yeah, you can buy them in six packs. All of one flavor? Yeah, like blueberry or Do they have berry. the lemonade kind like that? I have not seen the lemonade ones in six packs. I immediately so. started biting my fingernails like, oh, they got the lemonade kind like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got what I need. I know that's your favorite, like, variety pack. What's your specific favorite one out of the lemonade, like, variety pack? Black black uh, cherry. Black cherry lemonade? Yeah. Black cherry lemonade and then the original lemonade flavor. The mango I don't like. I don't even know what it really tastes like because I like take a sip of it and get hives. Something in that artificial mango, I guess, gets me. Um, and then the strawberry one, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's like too weird tarts or something. I don't know. I Like I can drink it, but it's it's coming in third out of the four that are available. Yeah. I don't really care for that variety pack really much at all. And what's your favorite? Obviously, um, you like the lime with your tequila. My favorite, true. Well, my favorite, truly, yeah. I like the lime when I'm drinking tequila, um, and I'm more of like the berries. Like I like the wild mixed berry. berry. Yeah, the mixed berry, and um, I really, I, for a while, the blueberry acai was my favorite. Acai. <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't like i haven't tried like the watermelon or the strawberry kiwi but like the raspberry lime one is like like it's how the the one is for you it's like the strawberry for you it's the third out of the four in the pack mm-hmm. usually yeah i usually like black cherry everything yeah i feel like that's like a staple flavor that like if you're not sure about something you're like i'll just get the black cherry start with the black cherry yeah yeah but the black cherry of the uh, regular truly is i am not a fan of i think it's the worst one it's like medicine or something tasting i think the um passion fruit and pineapple ones are disgusting i got a pineapple one at a concert i feel like i was with you uh might be a lie maybe it was tlc Maybe, or Mumford and Sons, maybe? Uh, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, they had those passion fruit, pineapple, whatever, and I was like, this is horrible! <laughs> <laughs> I want, so, out of all the seltzers, are truly your favorites? Are they truly your favorites? The truly lemonades are my favorites, truly, madly, deeply, 100%. Um, so, what's your, but what's your favorite seltzer across the board, though? I haven't really had a whole lot because once the lemonade came out, I just stuck hung to out it. With the lemonade, yeah. Like I liked the pressed ones that we had had before; those were very good. Um, pressed? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. It's like a matte finish can too. It's fancy. Mm. Um, I've not had the wild basin. I have not because their flavors always seem so weird to me. Like ones like. This is shoe leather and old gum, and this one is pine sol and... Ginger and fart loops. Yeah, I can't, I don't... (laughs) This is basil and armpit sweat. Like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm I'm not that... I like some hipster shit, but I can't get down with the... I just, nah. Um, I do... I think my favorites, though, out of all the seltzers, like, my favorite brand are the Corona Spritzers. 
Oh. Or not Corona Spritzer, Corona Seltzer, because they do make spritzers, and they are super sweet. Oh, uh, okay. The Corona Seltzers I like. I'll have the Bud Light ones are disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's Pressa, not Pressa, duh. Okay, P-R-E-S-S. Yeah, and they have a bomb, a grapefruit one. Oh, I really used to like the grapefruit. I hate grapefruit. Um, I want to say maybe it was one White Claw before everybody found out the White Claw was just just the beginning. Uh, I hate grapefruit. I hate all the grape. And I was going to say, I like White Claw, too. I like the the, say, the black cherry White Claw. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to try the press either, though, because it's like lime lemongrass. Oh, that's strange. Grapefruit, card, cardamom, um, blackberry hibiscus, and then pomegranate ginger. Hmm. Those are the ones I just clicked on. I don't remember what we had, but it was like during the beginning of COVID. We were just like, we'll try anything. We're never <laughs> leaving the house again. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll drink pine salt at this point if it's going to give me a good buzz. Like, bring it to me. i'm trying to think what were some of the other ones i've tried the uh what's the one with the mermaid it's like bon and iver or something (laughs) maybe not bon iver but you know it's something like that um but i i think the that was like the one that somebody gave me was like coconut and i was like this is a bottle full of tanning lotion i don't want this in my mouth a bottle full of tan. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you said there was one with a mermaid on it. And That's I that think one, I... yeah, that I was talking about. What's it called? Bon- oh, Bon and Viv. I just looked it up. Okay, because there's like one called Bon V. So I was like, I don't know what this is. Um, Crooked okay. Marker, I had one that was okay. It has like biblical grains in it. <laughs> oh, ain't. An ancient grains. Am- amaranth. <laughs> Shut up, Patton. Um, Shout out to Patton Oswald. It actually does, though. I'm not lying. Yeah. I I know. I know you're not lying. You creep. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, had the high Bud Light is have... gross. Bud Light oh, seltzer I... is disgusting. It's so terrible. It's it's toilet water. Like Bud Light is toilet water, but tolerable toilet water. But yeah. their seltzer is not, like, not even as a chaser. It's horrible. I just looked up, I've been, I was looking up seltzers. So you said press. I see one that's called clean and press. Is that it? Or it's just press? So that's press real big. Oh, okay. This must be a different brand then. I um, do want to try Fix hard seltzer. Fix? Thick F-I-C-K-S. Oh, I thought you were saying thick. I was just like, like this dip. <laughs> oh, my, Lanza. You're so gross. <laughs> you are the Adam. I am the Drew. <laughs> Henry's. Those are trash. Have you had the high noons? They're like the, Yeah, the vodkas. Liquor. Yeah. Yeah. I had those at the baseball games. Um, are they good? Yeah. Like, I haven't I mean, had it. Not bad. I mean, I, everybody that I know that drinks them, like, swears by them. I had them at a Browns game last year, actually. That, that's what I drank, like, a lot. <laughs> a lot. You drank a lot. <laughs> um, well, I don't know why it came out like that, but that's just how it came out. So back, back off, did, ho. Did you have a rough go of it that night? <laughs> <laughs> I drank a lot. Actually, the last Browns game that I went to, I did have a rough go of it. It was the night before my wedding. I was just going to say... 
I think I remember that I, I was I was thinking it was like a bachelorette party or something, but it was your wedding. You went to it before. That's right. Yeah, it was the day before, like the rehearsal. And Ron and I went with one of the groomsmen. We brought him along and we walked so many miles. I was the happiest bride knowing that I didn't have to wear any type of like shoe. I just had those like slipper ballerina flats <laughs> that were just made of like blankets <laughs> they were the softest, nicest, formal shoe I've ever worn. Didn't you, um, didn't you pull like a uh, like an Irish exit and like bounce on everybody? What from the f- football game? Yeah. No. Um, we were all together. The three of us were together. We were staying in a hotel downtown Cleveland, and uh, you know we just thought we knew better than other things. And by we, I mean they. Probably <laughs> mostly my husband. Um, and then his friend goes along with it and I'm just like, great. Now we've walked like a million zillion miles and it's three degrees outside in mid November in Cleveland next to a lake and it's 3am or 2am and we have to set up a whole reception tomorrow (laughs) and we're not even going to have fun when we get back to the hotel because your friend is here. (laughs) Call an Uber. Oh, this I'm not excited about this. You guys have ruined everything. Exactly. That's how that went down. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. Oh, high noons. Yeah. High <laughs> yeah, that's noons. how you got there, and that's how we got here. <laughs> Everyone gets high at noon. Oh, my goodness. So, um, we got a suggestion about really delving into our opinions of... Uh, multi-level marketing schemes or and uh, and the people the aggressiveness of those trying to um, seek others to be in their pyramid well um, you said scheme instead of business opportunity <laughs> that was offensive <laughs> I feel like I just want to take the stance of defending the MLM okay just just to Oh, you want to like, oh, you want to play devil's advocate? I think that's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to just pretend like I already am part of one. That's how I'm going to go about this. I'm (laughs) going to go ahead and speak as though I am part of it because I'm going to use we and such. Okay. Which is not affiliated with anything. Um, In case anyone just tuning in right now, I'm not affiliated with any MLMs. But the MLM is a great business model because it allows for you to build your wealth upon others being successful. So it would be like a success on success stacking, if you will. Like, why does a pyramid have to be a bad thing? I understand, you know, Egyptian times built on the backs of others, kind of taking credit for shit that's not yours. Also, kind of how this works, but everybody get paid. Nobody's forced. Uh, Well, but it's built to constantly be holding things just out of reach for people and getting them to recruit so you make more money and to, and if you don't make like x amount of dollars and the people under you don't make any money 
Well, that's why you have to be good at helping coach people be successful. So that's what I meant with the stacking success on success. Yeah, but these it's people have to It's not out of reach. I mean, I see those paint cars about town. I see those trips people be taking their husbands on and that little side income that they do while they poop in the morning. Well, so how often do you start a job and you have to invest thousands of dollars in inventory or certifications and things that you're not getting paid hourly to peddle or market or anything. Well, you don't have to have an investment with every MLM opportunity. Um, there's plenty enough where you don't hold any uh, stock or whatever. So you spend like a hundred bucks. So if I told you today, a hundred bucks is going to help you create a little financial freedom and get some of that debt down. Would you tell me that $100 today is not worth the thousands and tens of thousands of dollars tomorrow? But you're also sometimes not guaranteed to make any money unless you equally meet the recruiting goals as well. Well, are we really guaranteed anything in life, you know? So <laughs> You're a, you're a really you're a high-ass salesman. <laughs> Like, are we guaranteed anything? You know, the only guarantee I can make is if you put in uh, some hard work that you're going to come back with some hard cash. You're a fucking snake oil salesman. <laughs> you could sell oceanfront property in middle America. Uh, you know, we'll start with the ketchup popsicles. Oh, to a woman in white gloves. Uh-huh, then we'll move on from there. <laughs> no, yeah, so um, all well, jokes aside, I can see... I can see both sides of it. The uh, MLM is the Amway, you know, that was the original. And we know the Bets, old Betsy, Betsy D, it, her family came from the Amway fortunes. So um, that's showing a, little, showing a little bit of hilarity there. But, oh, my God. Um, but I, I have to mention point, it. How would you not mention that right now? I know. Well, the point, I think, is... Like, how aggressive these people get. I First of all, I think that it's crazy. Hold on for the, the, the noise of relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> that was Christmas hell. What are you, a Foley artist over there? <laughs> like, mmm. Um, <laughs> I got you with that. <laughs> so, um, I just choked on my seltzer. So, they prey on women who are stay-at-home moms or, you know, housewives that don't necessarily have something else to do, especially stay-at-home moms because they they have to stay home. They don't have the option of going and physically getting into the workforce. So a lot of them, how many MLM schemes do you see that are marketed towards specifically men? It's not. It's makeup. It's Tupperware back in the day when women were supposed to be in the kitchen. It's, it's still Pampered Chef, man. Yeah, Pampered Chef, Lip Sense, Beach Body. It's they are just pandering to other stay-at-home moms and vulnerable women and getting them to recruit other vulnerable people and they keep setting these like unattainable sales goals and recruiting goals. And they're making, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the numbers are exactly off the top of my head, but the amount, like the percentage of people that actually make an income you can live off of doing this stuff is, I'd probably say like single digits. If you account all the people that sign up to do all of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, 
I yeah, I I know a lot of people that sell the same product right now. So my feed is just full of like, you know, well, it's the same two products. It's that Rodin and Fields and then Unique. Yeah. Those are the two main things I see on my uh, social media from my homies um, that are makeup related or whatever. And Oh, God, remember the days of LuLaRoe? I can remember getting, sitting and waiting for the sales to go off to get, like, the certain pattern of leggings, like, for the holiday season, then realizing, like, they ripped I will never forget in my whole life, I put on a pair that I had just gotten in the mail. I just threw them on, and I walked right out the door to go (laughs) to a wrestling thing, Cleveland, and I sit in my car, and it's cold, and I feel, like, pockets of cold on my leg, and I'm like, what the hell? I look at these pants, and they are full of holes. Oh, my gosh. So I had to, like, stop at a store off the highway and buy new pants to wear. (laughs) (laughs) So if that's not a weird time, thanks, LuLaRoe. Oh, my gosh. But, But, yeah, I do see a lot of of unique and rodent fields, too. Yeah, and I just... I'm not suffering with maskne. I don't want to have an orange hue to my body from the neck up. Like, I just, I don't I need it. that crap. But I look at it the same way as I look at this. So, like, if I were to really enjoy the products of something, like, for instance, I use Mary Kay, like, their facial system. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's good for my skin. I've had great results. I don't really have any big issues that I can say, it's worked for me on something, but like, you know, consistently like keeping my face clean and nourishing, if you will. And I also wouldn't want to pay the amount of money that that stuff costs. So I became a consultant and then I pretty much got the products for the cost that you get for being a consultant. Yeah. And I made a big Christmas out of the like products that you can buy at like the most bottom price ever. Yeah. And that's what I did with it. And then when I was like, you know what? I am i don't really need a bunch of Mary Kay every six months to stay active. I'll just not do this any longer. So that's what I did. And I stocked up on the products before I like quit. <laughs> so when it's time to buy, I know plenty of people that do it. And I'll just hopefully be able to catch them when they're doing like some bottom barrel sale themselves. Right. And don't get me wrong. <coughs> Sorry. Bless Excuse you. me. Don't get me wrong, like, I enjoy watching, like, some people's, like, makeup tutorials, and there's definitely products that I have liked in the past that I would buy again from somebody that I know, but some people are so aggressive with it that it it is, like, offensive, like, no means no, and they push and push and push, and I get that they're trying to market their business because that's where they're going to make their money, like, I get it, but also... I, I said no thank you several times. And and a lot of the beach body coaches too, which we discussed earlier, they are the way they have to market their business makes you feel like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, or they try to really compliment you, like uh Leanne had said, but the one compliment thing that I wanted to mention is they'll be like, Hey, you look like you've been doing a really great job. Um, I noticed that you had some goals yourself. How can I help you reach those? And it's like, where's the Kool-Aid? Cause I'm not yeah. drinking it. Um, or yeah. thanks for following my story. Like, <gasps> yep. 
you know, it's cool. I follow your story because it's like, oh, it's there. It's part of the t- the tap, tap, tapping. Yeah, um, that I'm looking at on the toilet. Yeah, and sometimes your story just plays, and I plays all of the stories while my kid has the phone. So, I mean, do you want my 17-month baby to uh, tell you about her weight loss goals? Yeah. <laughs> like... Well, that's what I feel like in the very early stages of it, it was just like rude. Like when Beachbody like first became like a thing, it was like it, they they were just reaching out like, hey, I, I want to whip you into shape or, you know, you need to I'm going to help you get to where you need to be. And I'm like, I didn't tell you where I wanted to be. So where, why are you telling me where I need to be? Like mm-hmm. so. And then I think they got enough feedback from it that as the years have gone on, they you're like you said, they start out with a compliment or I'll get, hey, the kids. The kids are so cute. They're getting so big, um, you know, and then spin off on how you want to give me a, you know, program to work on. Like, I'm, I, I, I just, I don't, I, Or you just say, like, you just go right to breast tax and be like, how much? And they won't ever tell you how much. Yeah. Never, ever do they tell you how much. Like, they want to, like, rope you in with the conversation and then be like, and you can just have it if you give me, like, $50 a month for, like, five years. Yeah. It's like, what? No. Or, oh, or you, or instead of $50 a month for like five years, you just give me $300 right now. And then it's only $10 (laughs) for like four months. Then it goes up to 95,000. Yeah. Um, or you can just treat it like Netflix and one person can get it and all your friends can use it. (laughs) Right. Like what? Um, Oh, but yeah. So that brings me to the social media thing because, um, you know, the multi-level marketing, I believe, is a great way for people to make some extra money if that's, like, their thing. And if you're not abrasive and you let people come to you, good on you. Um, those people that come at you several times and don't let go for over three-plus years, and they're just, like, every few months just popping up, like, hey, the holiday season's here, and I noticed that you still look the same as the last time I texted you. Like, <laughs> hey. Like, maybe I don't want to look any different than this. I don't know. Maybe I do. None of your business. <laughs> maybe I've peaked, all right? Like, <laughs> maybe uh, this is what I just look like now. Okay? <laughs> this is okay. just my face. Like, don't worry about that. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, have you watched the social dilemma on Netflix? I haven't watched it yet. It, it's on my <coughs> list of things to watch, but I haven't got there yet. No. Um, it's very, it's very good. I told my sister she should watch it with my nieces because they're just like addicted to screen time. But, um, I definitely suggest watching it. The premise of it is all about it. It's interviews with people who have worked in, you know, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, all of the things instagram snapchat whatever um and then the other people that are looking for ethical and morals when it comes to this kind of stuff because we are obviously our trained mind like in our minds how how we need to interact with our phones yeah and our phone trains us for that and who's behind the phone you know and um it was like pretty eye-opening with that kind of stuff like your kids would never know and then there's a thin synthetic I just totally um, started to kind of stutter and I stopped talking because I wanted to catch it, but I didn't catch it. And I still was like (laughs) synthetic. Um, It's a synthetic, (laughs) not a synthetic. (laughs) It's a synthetic story about a family um, and their like interaction with the uh, 
screens and social media. So it also shows you how, like, the intelligence works. So, like, there's an AI system of three, and they, like, to build on what they learn from you. So what gets you to click your phone? What gets you to open up the screen? So, like, you've noticed that you're getting notifications. Like, Brittany Kabuno has recently posted a new status. Or yeah. there's a picture tagged with Lydia and two of your other friends. Swipe to see it now. That kind of crap. Yeah. So that was never anything before. But, like, they already trained us to allow this algorithm take over when they took away the timeline. Which they didn't specifically say, like, oh, we took away the timeline because of this. But it's obviously, like, part of all of that. And they trained us to accept that. They, I definitely can see how they have just slowly... Yeah, that makes sense. Like, the internet used to be a place for information, but now it's, like, a place for um, defamation and inflation. Oh. You know, like... Dear Lord, yeah. It's not... I mean, think about, like... information superhighway. It's the misinformation superhighway now. Remember, like, when we were younger and, like, fashion. You talk about fashion and... Somebody would say, oh, it's all the rage in Mulan right now. Or, oh, it's... it's when the hell the, would I go to Mulan? It's the most fashionable thing in Japan today. Well, so things used to trend... And things still obviously trend slightly differently, but how many trends... Like, trending has become something so different than what it ever was before. Well, yeah, because now it's little kids opening up packages on screen that's trending. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, we're we're trending as um, a globe. You know, on a on a international level now, more than ever before. Yeah. Yep. It's wild. All of it is wild. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. I've I've been wanting to watch it. I'm going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check it out. You doing anything this weekend coming up? Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I was at my grandmother's house again this past weekend, so two weekends in a row. I'm going there on this Thursday because I have not been home on a weekend now in two weeks. So I believe that we are doing, you know, some of that basic fall crap, um, getting some pumpkins, probably try to take some pictures of my kid before she's like a whole adult oh nice nice yeah got a couple little outfits and um we'll probably take pictures when it's october when there's like leaves on the ground because we yeah. have pretty good scape for all that but we'll take her to the uh pumpkin patch and we'll get her to pick out her own pumpkin take some are pictures you... of her doing that so you guys are gonna pumpkin patch i th- i think we are gonna stop by um it's just a farm real real close to us just stop by there grab a pumpkin or two or seven. <laughs> I'd like to decorate with them and then carve them like halfway into yeah. October so they last longer and then not even carve some of them because like we talked about, I don't really do a whole lot of Halloween. So it's nice to be able to leave them up through to before they rot or after they rot. I just <laughs> yeah. get rid of them, whatever. You get white ones and paint them too. I love the white ones and the green ones. Have you ever bought a green one? I have not. I have uh, not. Do you remember that year that I did get green one and it was like super, super like boxy shaped and I made it into like a Frankenstein head? Yeah. Well, it wasn't like a dark green. It was like a minty green, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like an in-between. Yeah. 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 Frankenstein. Um, I, yeah, I, I like all those gourds. 
Is the is the place by you the barn? Is it like a place that they do like a big deal, like fall thing? Yeah, there? yeah. They um they'll have uh different things like a hayride and stuff like that. I don't know what they're doing this year because they've been pretty like COVID-y yeah. safe. So we had um I'm sunflowers. They have a sunflower. Uh, thing yeah. over there too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, maybe we'll be there in the in-between time where I can get some pictures of her that aren't on my cell phone with sunflower. And also we can get a pumpkin all in the same trip. Cause going to this place is just, it's ridiculous. It's a big, like big to do that place. <laughs> There's just not anything else or wherever else to go. So everybody just goes to this one place. And if you're on the weekend, that's when everybody's there. Yeah. Yeah, we have some around here, not in my immediate location, but there's, within like an hour's drive, there's a ton of them, and they're, they do like all out, like hay rides, corn mazes, um, you know, feeding animals, and like carnival games, like they do all kinds of stuff at the ones around here. Like they're oh, big okay. deals. Yeah. The one has a haunted house in one of the barns. Like each one has something different. Like the one like Trax Farms has like games, like carnival games and rides and stuff that they like bring in for it. Um and you can go up in like the cornfields and they'll drop you off up there and you can like have a bonfire or you can feed the animals. You can play games. You can run around like whatever, just like out out in the fields and then they'll bring you back down to the farm whenever you're ready. And they have like a huge farmer's market that operates like year round. And then triple B they like year round let you pick like they have, they do like strawberry picking and blueberry picking and apple picking and all that stuff. And they have, all that same stuff, like outdoor stuff, pick your own pumpkin, corn maze. But mm-hmm. then they also do a haunted house in the one barn. And they have, like, slingshots where you can, like, launch stuff. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, and Spring House, that's – they've got, like, a restaurant there at theirs. And, like, giant mounds of hay to climb. Like, they're all, like, really big deals. So that's the thing. We like to go to them. Like, we do, like, a different one every year. But, Mm -hmm. like, with COVID, I know they're trying to, like, limit who comes in. So, you have to, like, pre-sale tickets and stuff. So, I wonder, A, how easy it will be to get tickets on the weekends. Because, like you said, that's what everybody does. Mm -hmm. And, B, do I feel safe going? Right. Because, like, that's, that's like, the real conundrum. Yeah, my sister found a place that's like 35 minutes from me called Iron Mill Farm and she was like we could drive to this one and it's like with all the stuff you said mm-hmm. and that'd be fun just to do it but they're only open on Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays and then on Thursdays in October but it doesn't look like they're doing those time slots like other places are yeah but I don't know. All of it seems really fun. And now that my kid's like interactive, I'm like, I want to be able to get her to do stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. It's, it's going to be touch and go. Like whenever you guys are all making plans to, what was it? Tracks farms or something like that. What? That's what Liam was asking about. Yeah. I didn't chime in. Cause I was like, well, I don't even know if like we'll be, if we'll go to anything. So yeah. I, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Pick it closest to everybody else. And if I can go, I'll go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
So I guess it's the time now where everybody will be going shopping for pumpkins to carve and all of that decor stuff. So just be careful and uh, wear your masks because probably your governor said to. That's good enough reason. It's like because he said so or she said so. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, did you have anything else you want to talk about today? I think like the opening with Jen was awesome. So thanks again to Miss Jen Watson Hyde. Jennifer Whatever. K. Watson Hyde. Yeah, we we were so happy to have her. We'll have her back in proper form one day so she can go into all kinds of details about her uh, cryptozoology knowledge. <laughs> you're the best. You're the best. You rock. Um, thanks for letting us go ahead and use that recording. <clears throat> With uh, us thanking Jen, I just wanted to say we... Had a death in the nation. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away um, since our last episode. And we definitely can't thank her enough for everything that she's done, all the effort and work that she's put in. We've lost a very important person to um, not just this nation, but the world. Um, Equality for everybody is important. And she fought for, you know a very large portion of the population and 100% of the population on this podcast recording today. A true pioneer in women's rights and just human liberties in general. And uh, I think we can let her rest now and we just have to pick up the pick up the baton and keep running with it. And with that, we bid you adieu. See you next week. Say happy birthday. Bye. Happy birthday. Bobby. To who? Bay. Evie. Hey. And Jack. Baby. Just to the babies? Baby. Happy birthday to who? Baby. Yes, happy birthday to the babies. Evie and Jack, happy birthday. Evie. Bye. Bye. Bye.